Welcome to the In the Limelight podcast. I'm your host, Clarissa Bird, and every week I bring you great information from fabulous people that I get to meet all over the world. I interview public figures, influencers, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, millionaires, and moguls that share their know-how, tipping points, pivotal moments, and life lessons. I promise you educative, empowering, and entertaining conversations with entrepreneurs that have a social conscience. Don't forget to find me on social. You can find me pretty much everywhere. Facebook, it's Clarissa Burt Official. Also sign up for my newsletter at clarissaburt.com. That way you can keep abreast of the In the Limelight media as it's coming out. And you'll be getting my weekly newsletter along with the In the Limelight magazine every quarter. Check out inthelimelightmedia.com. and welcome to Bookish Meet the Authors for the In the Limelight Network. I'm your host, Nisa Goto, and joining me today is Marcia Vogel to talk about her book, The Path Forward, Dancing with God, The Christian Journey to Live Supernaturally. Hi, Marcia. Hi, hello. How are you today? Well, very well, very well. So happy to be here. Thank you for joining me. I'm excited to have you on the show. Um, so my first question to you is, what inspired you to write this book? Well, I wrote Dancing with God because I believe Christian living should be fun and should be exciting. You know, when I was in high school, we dissected frogs. These came in from Alahide, but we cut them up and we looked at the insides, the muscles and, and all that. And when we got done, the result was a dead frog. We never heard them croak. We never saw them jump. We never saw them catch a fly. That was just all imaginary. And so I think the Christian spirituality is different from religion, because when we dissect the faith, we end up with a dead faith. And so just as we can play with our puppies and hear them bark and catch, play catch, and, you know, we're interacting. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I wrote the book. And I wanted people to know that you can dance with God. You don't just dissect things as what the Bible says, because you're going to end up with a dead faith. That's, so I, yeah. That's an interesting way of looking at it, that there are two separate things, that there's religion and then there's spirituality. That's Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think people get um, put them all into one box, but they can be separate. Yes, they are separate. And, you know, I'm a Christian pastor, Oh. And I have talked with many people who wondered why their faith was not working. And it was like a puzzle with some missing pieces. And they would say, well, how come I don't get the pic big picture? And, and so I wrote these two books, The Path Forward and Dancing with God, to fill in the missing pieces so that people can dance with God. People can have, can have spirituality instead of just religion. Because religion's dead. Yeah, I like, but I like the, the frog analogy because it's, it's it's interesting that it's you're you're dissecting something too much. You're taking it, breaking it down so much that you don't see the beauty in it anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. So, who are your audience? Who's well, my audience are Christians, but not necessarily because what I have in the book are biblical principles that work for just about everybody. For instance, we all gravity works on all of us, right? Okay, whether you believe in God, you believe in Buddha, whether you believe in uh, some other some other God, 
gravity is going to work on you. Yeah, true. <laughs> you nice. you can't you can't say I don't believe in God, and then you're you're floating around. And so there are basic principles that operate on the earth. And so although my book is aimed at the Christian, main, uh, because I bring in Christian principles, there are things in the book that could apply to anybody. Anybody who's breathing and walking on the earth and having gravity work on them. Yeah. I think, I think they would find some things that will work for them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So what are your two, the two basic pillars that you talk about in the book? Well, two basic pillars are repentance and forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Repentance, when, I'm, when I am willing to admit that I did something wrong or I am out of line, it's not necessarily you're wrong, yeah. but you're out of line with God's uh, lineup. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, um, you know, in, in history, Icarus couldn't fly. Yeah. Well, because he wasn't in line with the laws of velocity and flying, whatever they, but the, whatever they know nowadays, where they yeah. can have these huge planes fly. Yeah. So he wasn't wrong. He was just out of alignment with the, the laws of nature. Yeah. And so repentance is being able to say, you know, I think I'm out of line. Things aren't working for me because there's something I'm doing, I'm thinking or I'm doing uh, saying that is not in line with how the laws of nature and the laws of God say we're going to work. So that's my part. The other pillar is forgiving. Other people are going to be out of line. And when they go out of line, they might hurt me, they offend me. Yeah. And when that happens, I need to be able to forgive them for being out of line because their stepping out of line has somehow impacted my life. So those are the two things, repenting, where am I out of line and forgiving other people who have been out of line and have impacted my life. So those are the two things. And two things. And those, yeah. Those are difficult things sometimes to, to do, right? Well, yes and no. And the reason I say that, because those are life choices. Yeah. If we realize that if we make the choice, then we get set free. It doesn't happen automatically. Somebody doesn't sprinkle twinkle dust over us. Or we can't say, well, it's gone. It's in the past. I'm going to let it go. Yeah. Because in the spiritual world, you need to repent and forgive to be broken off the offense. That makes sense. Uh, tell me about, so there's two books, right? A Path Forward and Dancing with God. So tell me about your second book, Dancing with God. <clears throat> okay, Dancing with God, as I, I told you in the beginning, I felt that, you know, Christianity living is supposed to be fun. And if you dance with God, you're going to be in alignment with his laws, with his, the way he operates. And then you can dance because if you have things attached to you, like a ball and chain, you have hurt, you have angers, you're not going to be able to dance very well. <laughs> and what about no. the path forward? The path forward was went back while I was talking about people who had faith but had missing pieces. Mm -hmm. And I did workshops with uh, some of my friends and church friends 
teaching them and showing them where the missing pieces could be. And so these workshops pointed out four basic things that we need in life that could be missing pieces. And if you're missing any of these pieces, that's why you're having a problem. Yeah. And um, so that's how I wrote that book. I had workshops first, and these were methods and ideas that worked. So I, they kept saying, may I have an extra handout for my friend? Oh, I want another one. I want to give a share with somebody. And so after so many of those, I decided, why don't I just put it in a book? Makes sense. It was probably <laughs> yeah. the way maybe God telling you, hey, here's an idea. Why don't you put it in a book? It's been, you, people are asking for it, right? Was that sign that you needed to? Yes, that's right. And, and the, so in the book, I put in sample prayers. I put in sample ex, uh, explanations because the people reading the book aren't listening to me talk in a workshop. Yeah. So I had to write it as if I'm giving the workshop so they would get all the examples and the, the sample prayers. So it really is a kind of a manual. And those both are, of them, yeah. Those are always helpful when you have it as a guide and not just talk, someone basically a book telling you what to do is like here is how to do it here's how you yes. What, yes what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. um so in your book you also use your own life experiences to illustrate your, your points um tell mm-hmm. us something about your life experiences that uh, contribute to the book well one of the major life experiences that I had was having been down in depression now, this was a very interesting experience because before depression, I, life was good. I was married. I had a wonderful husband. I had three children, no financial worries. And I thought, hey, I've got it made in the shade. Yeah. But, then, <laughs> but then I went to a women's weekend. And at that weekend, I had an encounter with Jesus. It, it just brought, brought some things to me. And I still didn't understand it. And after that weekend, I started spiraling down into depression. I couldn't function. I couldn't. Up to that time, I was a multitasker. You know, I could juggle things. I do things. And so finally, I went down into depression. And my friends and doctors and psychologists says, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I mean, you have a wonderful life. And I say, I know. (laughs) So anyway, I was admitted to a psychiatric ward. And while I was there, uh, one of the interesting things that happened to me, I was checked in in the morning and I chose a bed farthest from the door in the corner where I could be safe. And then later in the afternoon, a woman was assigned to the bed right by the bathroom door. And she was kind of a large woman. And so I tiptoed past her, I went into the bathroom. And as I came out, she says, it's all your fault. You're the reason I'm here and you're supposed to pray for me. Well, she was kind of a Brunhilde type woman. (laughs) And I'm in a psych ward and I thought, oh, okay, I better do something here. And so I just took her hands and I started to pray something. Um, Was a little birthday prayer, a little safe travel, a little uh, healing. I don't know, but I was so scared. (laughs) 
And so I said, amen. And I took off into my corner. And the next morning, she was gone. And later in the day, she found me and she says, I've been looking for you. Oh, thank you for the prayer. It was so wonderful. I slept wonderfully last night and I'm going home today. Wow. I found out she was there for a suicide attempt. So while I'm in this hospital, I'm meeting people who are suicidal, people who heard voices, people who, who were, uh, couldn't stay sober. People, one woman was tr tried to kill her own child. Yeah. And I thought, what is this? And so I was there for three weeks and then I came out. And from there, the Lord pulled me through and he showed me things, he taught me things and it took about two years. And I realized that God didn't send me to the psychiatric ward as a doctor or a counselor or a social worker, you know, helping people. He sent me there as a patient and he gave me a worm's eye view. Yeah. This is what it's like to be on the other side. And so I realized then that I was supposed to minister to people. I was supposed to help people who are in those kinds of situations. And I studied, I, I got degrees in practical ministry and started um, counseling and ministering to people. And so I've been doing that for about 30 years now. And what's interesting is that you could have seen that as a negative, right? You could have seen why, like as a negative thing. And then you were able to see that that this was a path this the reason for the depression was to lead you to a path to help others right you could have seen yes. it as, a, as a punishment or as why is this happening to me but you chose to flip it and see which is the thing that's one of the hard things to do right is to be grat it's to have gratitude for the challenges you're facing because they're supposed to lead you to something right they're guiding you in a in a direction but it's well hard. i have to i have to admit that while it was going through it it was like why me why this what's happening but as I came through, the hindsight is what made me see that yeah. this is what was going on. It's hard to see when you're like, it's like when you see a painting, right? You can, you can see if you're very close to it, you don't see the big picture until you take us until you are able to take that step back and see the full picture of where you're going or what's going on. Yes. Yes. And that's what happened to me when I can, when I was able to pull back and take a look, you know, where was that taking me? Yeah. And so that's, that's what I do now. I'm a pastoral counselor. I meet with people on a one-to-one -one where we have just personal conversation and they can lay out whatever their stuff is. I also teach classes. I teach mentoring classes weekly. Nice. And I, I have a women's group that meets monthly and I minister to women especially because women have, women see things differently and they have special needs. And yeah. so I do that too. I was just about to ask you about your other endeavors that are <laughs> life, but that's it. Is you're you're a teacher, you're a minister, and you you teach two things, right? You say so you teach Mandarin and you teach. I teach women's a women's group and a mentoring group. Mentoring group. Oh. The mentoring group is to how to grow in your Christian walk. That's that is good. just it's not static. As we grow older and wiser then we are supposed to grow in our faith and yeah. grow, in our, grow in our courage. Because the question often came, you know, 
why, how, why is it that some people are willing to die for their faith? Like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> is that me? Or, yeah. well, there's, there's, a, there's a big gradation between the, the man sitting in the pew and the one that's willing to die for his faith. So one, one step at a time. Yeah. And I try to help people find out where their spot is. Yeah. Where are they supposed to be? And mentorship is really important because sometimes you need that guidance and that help to find that part. So some, some people can do it on their own and others need help and help, right? And a little bit of guidance to find out more about themselves. Well, I, what I find wonderful is I have a, a we meet in a group. Mm -hmm. And so we help each other. So it's just not everybody listening to me. I mean, I don't want to clone me. <laughs> no. Yeah, but yeah, but it's it's still important that you have a mentor. The fact that you're help guiding people to this, right? It's not just yes. saying, "Hey, it's a your own path." But you can also have help. You can also have people with different ideas, different ways of seeing it, different approaches to it. Yes, yes, somebody to help you pull the camera back. Yeah, and so yeah, that's really you know we enjoy doing that. Sounds amazing. So, where can people find you and your book? Well, they can find me on uh, my, I have a website, mm -hmm. www.marciachangvogel.com. Now that's a website that will tell you about me. Mm -hmm. And that website, you will take you to another ministry website that tells you about the ministry. And there I have uh, videos of my teaching. I have audio teachings. I have printed lessons. I have articles that I have written. So there's, there's lots of stuff. Yeah. But if that's too hard to remember, just go to dancingwithgodbook.com. And that'll pull up that book and it'll take you to the website. Yeah, we can also put this in the description as well. Um, okay. And where can they connect with you? like on social media? Oh yeah, I have a Facebook, I have a Facebook page. It's called bethanyprojects.org. Okay. You can email me directly. <clears throat> I think it's, it's on my website, but it's marsha.prayer at gmail. Mm -hmm. And there's also a website email that's on there, which is the marshachangvogel.com, info marshachangvogel.com that goes there also. And so, yeah, you can meet, reach me all those different ways. Well, thank, well, it was so lovely having you on the show. Thank you for joining me today, Marsha. Oh, and thank you for having me. Was, I wish you continued success with your book you. and your mentoring. And uh, thank you, everyone, for joining me today on Bookish Meet the Authors. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.